Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hey friends. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about reasons why you're not recruiting. I think so many times, you know, people are looking for the next strategy or the checklist or something that is going to give them the answer, right. To, you know, all of their recruiting struggles or problems, or even just performance, right? Like how can they increase their recruiting or make things better? And while all of those things are good, right. And to be educated, to learn a strategy or a system, I want you to kind of sit with the fact that there might be a block or a mindset issue or something that is causing you not to recruit, right? Like uh, we've even had, we had a client recently in our multiply program share with us. And this was so interesting to me. She shared with us that, you know, she's having a lot of success in her business. Like she's in um, Optavia. She is very successful, you know, has a very rather large team, like 600 or so people on her, in her organization. And she said, she shared with us that she had not recruited personally in over a year because she was frustrated. You know, she was fed up. She was, you know, getting, you know, annoyed and bogged down with the fact that, you know, sometimes when you bring on a new recruit and it, the quality of that recruit or lead isn't very good, you get frustrated, right? When you're like pouring into these people and you're not seeing the results, right? You're not seeing them you know, put back into their business, what you feel like you're pouring into them. And so almost without, you know, like subconsciously without even realizing it, she wasn't recruiting. Like she literally was like, I have not recruited in over a year. And upon entering our program after, you know, she said she had only been in it like a week and a half, she signed someone up. And it just goes to show that our process works our strategy works. Our invitation process is on point, especially based on what's happening in today's, you know, market and how consumers are not only, you know, shopping online and look, but they're, but what they're looking for when they want that like side hustle or to start another business or be a part of an opportunity. And so anyway, I just had to put a plug for that because I think sometimes people, you know, it's like, they know what they, what to do. In fact, the majority of you listening to this probably know what to do, but there's a big chance. There is a huge chance that there is something that is keeping you from 
living out, right? And following through, right? And so we're going to talk about that today. This is probably going to be a fairly short and sweet episode, but I wanted to touch on there are 10 reasons that you might not be recruiting. Okay, so let's jump in. The first reason that you may not be recruiting is that you are likely not working your personal business to the level at which you know you need to be working. All right, so let's talk, let's unpack this for just a second. Uh, You've probably heard the phrase, the leader sets the pace, right? And I would imagine that, you know, the people who are having the most success have a very, you know, excuse me, the most success with recruiting have a very strong personal business, right? Because it's almost like you wouldn't want to, um, you know, bring someone onto your team and then show your personal business numbers or success because maybe you're you're embarrassed about the lack of success or you're embarrassed about the way you're showing up, right? And so sometimes people who are not working their personal business, right? So I'm talking like customers, um, bookings, um, events, you know, maybe even like your social media, you know, there's something about your business that you subconsciously know you're not showing up and putting forth your like best effort. Okay. The second reason is you are just not talking about the opportunity, right? Like, I mean, some of you guys are so focused on selling and pitching your products and how like they can give you a health transformation or, you know, maybe you're just messaging to get those bookings on the calendar or you are, you're just, you know, you're posting about things on social media that are kind of have nothing to do with your opportunity. Maybe you're talking about the host special or you're talking about testimonials or you're sharing a picture of your cat or whatever. Um, and so the reality is if most people are not going to come up to you and just say, Hey, I want to do what you do. It is pretty freaking rare for someone to do that. Like, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it might, I, I mean, through the years, I had a couple of people out of all the hundreds of recruits that I have had a couple of people came up to me or connected with me on their own. The majority of people, it was because I had a conversation. I talked to them about my opportunity or they saw me sharing about the opportunity on social media and then reached out to me and connected. Right. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you to whether you have some kind of system or what, what, whether you're just looking, do a social media audit and you're like, man, you know, I'm not talking to my host about the business opportunity. I'm not talking to my customers about the business, or, you know, maybe you are not posting about the opportunity because you're afraid of what people might say, or or you're prejudging thinking, oh, no one's going to do what I do. Right. And instead you have to be bold and be proud, which kind of leads me to number three. The third reason that you're not recruiting is that you're scared, right? Asking and talking about it can be really hard, right? And and sometimes people, there's that whole concept of like, oh, I don't want to like be a, I don't want to pester people. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to like just send a bunch of messages out, you know? And really it might be that, you know, some people are financially struggling and you would have no idea, right? Because you're too scared to even have a conversation with them. 
And so I just want to encourage you, you know, in that season and of, you know, doing something scared, I want you to just do it anyway, because, you know, at first it's the, when you go through this process of, you know, learning to ask and share the business with others and invite or offer, you know, in the beginning, it is scary it, because you may feel like, you know, I haven't had a level of success. And so who am I to ask? Right. And, or you're like, they're just going to tell me no, you know, which, yeah, that's going to happen. But the, the more that you do it, the more confident you will feel. And then you will, you'll overcome that scarcity and that um, mentality of like, Oh, I don't want to ask because I don't want to be annoying or salesy or people are going to say no, but instead, right. Over time, the more you do it, that's going to, it's going to go away, right? It's like the first time you rode a bike. I'm sure if you asked your parents, if they remembered that memory, you were probably scared, but you did it anyway. You know, the first time you jumped into the pool, maybe for those of you that know how to swim, the first time you, I can still remember, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I can still remember the first time I jumped into a pool, like in the deep end. Um, and it, it was terrifying. Like I have that memory ingrained in my brain. Like it's literally like, seared in my brain, everything about it. Like I remember jumping in at swimming lessons. I was terrified, but I'm glad I did it. Right. Because I know how to swim. Number four, you are not confident about your business opportunity or the products that you're selling. Now this may step on some toes. Okay. And I, I do not know who listening to this might, this might resonate with, but I think it needs to be said. A lot of times people are, you know, so obsessed with their products or so, you know, they're, they're just like, oh, these are great products. And sometimes they're not right. Sometimes whatever, you may not be 100% behind the products or behind the mission or whatever, but you're just not very confident about the business opportunity because you feel like, oh, I haven't had a that level of success, right. That maybe others have had. So why would someone want to sign up with me? But I always want to argue this a couple of thought and give you a couple of thoughts. The first is that, you know, if some if anyone has had success in your company, it's proof of concept that you are capable of doing the same period. OK, if anyone at all has has gotten to the top of the company or anyone at all has made a paycheck or anyone at all has had success or earned the incentive trip, it's proof that you can too. like end of story. OK, conversation is over, right? But then also, you know, when you think about the business opportunity and your concern for, am I, you know, capable of leading others? Maybe, um, you know, I'm just not confident in this business model because people prejudge MLM or, you know, whatever. But instead, look at it through the lens of, you know, let's find a community and find a few people to do this with right? Look at it from that, right? Like I'm not trying to convince someone to do something, but instead I'm inviting someone in to be a part of building what you're building, you know, where, no matter where you're at, right? Because then it takes the pressure off of you having to perform or be a certain thing or do a certain thing or have this proof, but instead saying like, Hey, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I thought this would be really fun if we did this together. Number five, you prejudge others. 
All right. I mean, honestly, sometimes I think this is happening without you even realizing it. Like you might even catch yourself saying things like they work full time already. Maybe they're older or not tech savvy. Like they wouldn't know what to do with social media. Maybe even, oh, well, they didn't book a party with me. So why would they be interested in the business? Um, you know, there's just so many reasons out there that people are prejudging like, oh, they have plenty of money, you know, they have this huge home or whatever. And, you know, I can give you examples of, I mean, seriously, like tons of times when I prejudged and that person, or, or I didn't prejudge. Right. And the person ended up joining my team. Uh, I, I specifically remember one lady who she was um, a nurse, like a hospice nurse. Her husband, I mean, worked, uh, you know, he was like a corporate like CEO or did something where he made tons of money, okay? Her, their home was like massive. They had a pool, they had this huge, like a ton, tons of acres, all this stuff. And I remember going to their home to do her launch party. And I pulled in and I was like, why would someone like this do what I do? Like, that's literally what I said when I was pulling in. I was like, why would someone like this do what I do? And that was me prejudging her. And I get in there and she was just like, I loved, she loved to cook. She was looking for something fun to do, you know, because obviously if you know anything about hospice, that can be very emotionally draining, right? And so she kind of wanted this, like her girls were getting older. She wanted something fun, you know, to, and like, you know, she was like, yeah, sure. It'd be cool if we make some extra money, but like, I could get the products for free. Like, right. She had all of these reasons why she wanted to be a part of what I was doing. And I, if I had never asked her, I would have missed out on building a business with alongside this lady. All right. Number six, whoo, this one, you guys. Okay. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and preface like, this is some of you guys. Okay. This is, and I know it for a fact because I'm watching it happen. I hear about it. I've seen the screenshots. Okay. Number six is you come off as desperate. Oh, you guys, oh my word. <laughs> when you are recruiting, it cannot be about a promotion for you or a paycheck for you because people can tell it is obvious. It has to be about having, you know, this, this desire to help others, right? Like that quote from Zig Ziglar, I think I literally say this all the time. And I said it over and over when I was coaching my own team in the industry was if you help enough other people get what they want, you will get what you want. And it's just so insanely true. And I know it's hard. I know it is so hard to, you know, not want to rush success and rush the conversation and rush that, you know, ask an invitation to join the business. But when you are coming from a genuine place of trying to help them, it just shows that, you know, that is the type of quality and characteristic of, of the type of person that they would want to build with and want to do business with. Right. And I'm telling you, if you are a blessing to others in their season of no, they are going to want to be a part of what you're building in their season of yes. Okay. Number seven is you do not know how to create relationships. Okay. 
I literally, if you, if you missed pot, you know, episode, um, 70, I recorded a podcast episode all about relationships and how it can lead to results. Um, I recorded that with Molly Asplin. It was an incredible episode. So I wanted to put a plug for it, go listen to it. Like it is, it's worth it. Um, uh, but really, truly this is the, one of the most important things that we can do in this industry. And so honestly, you need to master it. It really does matter. Building relationships is not just, it's, it's more than just sending messages, uh, you know, on Facebook to hundreds of people. It's about getting to know a person, their specific situation and what makes your business opportunity a solution to a problem that they have. Okay. I, I mean, I know you've probably heard this over and over, like, oh, be a problem solver, like make sure you're connecting, but honestly it takes time. It really does. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't have success quickly, you know, or, or, and it doesn't mean that you can't find a recruit in one day and then sign up that day. Right. But at the end, of, there are some people, right. There's different types of personalities and some people, it might take them feeling that connection with you and, and a lot longer of length of time before they're willing to be a part of what you're doing, right? And have enough trust in you, the company, the products, right? Um, and so, you know, we need to, to recognize that our recruits and the quality of recruits is going to be dependent on the relationship equity that we have, you know, and the amount of time and attention that we have put into connecting with with other people. It just is. So I want to encourage you, if that is not part of your IPA, like your daily checklist to build relationships, it should be number one on the list. All right. Number eight, you are not following up. You have no system, right? For connecting with your leads. I mean, it does not matter. At the end of the day, it does not matter what you do or how you track those conversations and connections, but to have something that you consistently are track, you know, have a place to track the names of the people who are interested or who you want to join, you know, you, they're like your ideal business builder. And so one way that I did this in the past was I set up a Facebook group um, you know, where people could, I kind of like funneled everyone into this who were interested in the business opportunity. And so that way you have this, you know, consistent information being put in front of these people. And it could be for your own personal leads, or you could do it for your entire organization. I've done it both ways. And so, um, you know, I believe that what is in the, front of people, like with the forefront of their mind is what they focus on. And so if you're consistent in, in sharing information and, you know, maybe testimonials going live, doing opportunity events in there or whatever, you know, they're going to be building trust in what you have to offer. And then you need to have a follow-up, right? Success is truly all about the follow-through, you know, you, you hit that phrase, right? The fortunes and the follow-up. And so, I would just encourage you, you know, don't just dump everyone into this group, but have a system to say, okay, I've added them to the group. And then maybe after 24 hours, you have like a follow-up where you message them and say, Hey, like, thanks for joining our, you know, community or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like, 
do you have any questions about our business opportunity or do you have any questions about something you saw in there, whatever, you know, or tag them in a video that if you did an opportunity event recently, right? All right, number nine, you are making it about you and not about them. If you focus on meeting your goals only, people are going to be turned off by that. Like they're just literally going to be like, um, no, thank you. Right. Like I have received a message from this one lady over and over. It is almost the exact same message every single time. And it's pretty much, I mean, it's that typical, like, Hey girl, spammy message. And every single time she's saying something about, can you help me out? Right. Like she's wanting me to do something for her. When sometimes that might work if it's someone that I feel connected to or I know or I have a, you know, I'm interested in their life and success and we actually have a relationship, right? Like we're friends, that would maybe work on me. But honestly, I have no idea what she does, right? I have no idea what business she's with. I have no idea, like, why would I want to help her out? We don't have a relationship or a connection. To me, it's just annoying. (laughs) And so, you know, if you have someone, that you either A, want to work with, or B, they are interested in the opportunity, right? You need to find out why that person is interested first, or, you know, why you think, why you're interested in that person, and have that conversation before sending a link, right? Or before saying, hey, you know, I'm trying to reach a goal, I need one more recruit, or we need one more blah, 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 right? And so people are just going to be more interested when they feel like you're trying to help them versus them helping you. All right. And then number 10 is you are not using the resources available to you. And what I mean by that is you could have a company opportunity event. Maybe they do something every single month. And you're not even like inviting to it. You're not doing anything with it. It could be that the organization you're a part of does an opportunity event or, you know, provides a script or information or a video or whatever, right? You're not taking advantage of what you have available. Or you may be like, you know, hey, I see what what Becky and Monique are over there doing. That's an incredible resource to help me learn how to build the, you know, to find, attract, develop, you know, build a team of my dreams, right. To find these ideal business builders. And I'm like too scared to invest because I'm afraid I'm not going to follow through. Right. And so I just want to encourage you, no matter what the resources are that come to mind, when you think about recruiting, whether it's on your team, whether it's your, you know, the organization that you're a part of or the company, or maybe even you found this really great resource on YouTube, this video, and you're like, man, you know, I need to duplicate this myself, but you have not put it into action. Or you are like, I know it's time for me to invest. And like, maybe your business is stagnant. Your recruiting is stagnant. Maybe you're like that lady I talked about at the beginning where you are just like, I'm not recruiting. I'm not, you know, doing anything I'm not where I want to be in my business, right? Like it's halfway through the year, okay? You probably set all these grand goals at the beginning of the year and you're not anywhere near close to recruiting 
and, you know, building this dream team that maybe you thought about at the beginning of the year, right? And I just want to encourage you to reach out to myself or Monique and connect because the biggest thing that I can tell you about having success in this industry, it comes from really, truly mastering this art of recruiting. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I just need the checklist or I just need the tools when it might come down to, like I said, there's a mindset block. There's something holding you back. And a lot of our clients go through those first couple of modules and they uncover these, these blocks that they've had in their business because of trauma or because of, you know, uh, mindset or anger or, you know, what, whatever, right. Or maybe just the lack of a strategy. Maybe they're just like, you know what, my upline walked away or they're not doing the business the way, whatever, or your home office direct or whatever. Right. And you feel like you need a system, you need accountability, you need a strategy. And that is what we offer inside our program. And so for those of you that are listening to this today and you are saying, okay, it's finally time <laughs> I'm ready to go. It's a, I just want to encourage you to reach out to us because we would love for you to be a part of Multiply 2.0. We would love to help you master recruiting and feel confident about the strategy that, that you can leave all of these reasons behind why you're not doing it and instead find people that you actually want to work with, right? Who are your ideal business builders and help build this foundation of what your business can become. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.